Hey everybody, welcome back to I'm Tired of This Church. In this episode, we give you a first take listen to a candid phone conversation where Lydia and I talk about Kanye West, the lack of love, and forgiveness in the church. So stay tuned. So now, let's talk about this girl on IG. Okay. That comment. Okay. So, everyone knows or has seen, hopefully, the Kanye West Sunday service movement. And uh, I'm sure people have seen videos and people have seen um, or heard audio, and he's been doing this, I've I read, it's been about a year. Um, and as us church folks, you know, someone always got something to say. Um, so I'm going to read a comment that someone posted regarding Kanye West and his uh, Sunday services or whatnot. And she says, he needs to get saved before, quote, ministering to anyone. To host a gospel concert is fine, but to be on someone's pulpit is a no. My definition of saved is repentance, water baptism in Jesus' name, receiving the Holy Spirit, then trying to live a godly life with that Holy Spirit. Kanye isn't saved. God can save him, but he's not yet so again he shouldn't be up on anyone's pulpit. He needs to be at their altar first. Mm. That's the end of the uh, comment? That's the end of it, yeah. So my question is, who made her the authority on who saved and who not saved? Who told exactly. her she can say that he not saved? Like, okay, so let's let's pretend like we have to follow what she said because mm-hmm. some denominations do. Mm-hmm. But how she know that didn't happen? How does she know that he wasn't, that didn't happen to him when he was 10? We have only seen clips and snippets of services that he's had. Exactly. So like you said before, we got to have a whole public, conversion ceremony just so we can be like oh okay right. to validate now we can verify yeah and God forbid if he did that he better not go back and make another rap album right people so wild I just don't understand by people yeah. I mean church people it's just so wild like who gave us the authority to determine people are saved and people are not saved or people got the Holy Ghost and people um don't have the Holy Ghost. Like I'm, I know somebody who comes from a very safe background, mm-hmm. and their family said that his wife had to be um, filled with the Holy Ghost again because they didn't hear her speaking tongues. See, that's. Or how about those certain um, Christian faiths who say you have to be rebaptized? the appropriate way in order for you to be saved the right way. It's so weird to me. And I'm so weird of it. 
I'm so, so tired. <laughs> it's hurtful. It's becoming hurtful to me. I'm internalizing it because I feel that um, I'm one of those ones who ended up having to repent last year. I was finally convicted of like, wow, Lord, forgive me for how I've judged people, how I've treated people who were not like me, how I have made opinions based off of someone's appearance or stuff like that that we traditional people do. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the traditional people make these, um, not pre-breaks, these um, assumptions about people based on how they look. Oh, um, now now because I want to help you with the word. I can't think of the word. Yeah, Um, I can't either. But basically prejudgments. Yeah, but that's not the word you were looking for. Right. Prejudging people and um we we as a I'll just say the traditional church is good for that. Um we've done a good job of ruining a lot of people's lives. And I don't care mm-hmm. who gets mad at that statement. And when I say that I'm saying because of our judgment and our lack of love and unforgiveness a lot of us are the reasons why people have chosen not to come back to church. And so, like, not that anybody should be judged harshly or thrown away, but where is all of this vitriol and where is all of this, you know, fire for pastors and preachers and prophets who be in the pulpit every Sunday and mm-hmm. we know they wives. They got illegitimate children. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly, we have an issue and with I don't want them to do. I don't want them to be treated that way either. Exactly. However, they don't even get addressed. Exactly. I'm talking about public people. Don't even exactly. get addressed. They don't even try to like address exactly. those issues. It just gets forced under the rug. And exactly. here you got Kanye, who, as far as we know is trying to do the right thing, trying to do a good thing. And they got so much to say. They have so much to say instead of saying, okay, now we know that God can use anything and anybody to get the glory and to get out, get the message out. We're quick to say, ah, if you don't pray, the rocks going to cry out. So now the rocks are crying out. Like Donnie said yeah, and now we got Donnie McClurkin. Donnie McClurkin, yes. Now we have, now it's a problem. Because Kanye is not, no, 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 he's not qualified. And we don't know what spiritual encounters people are having. Um, how come we didn't say, because mm, we don't say anything, oh, it's because Fantasia came out of the church and went secular. When Fantasia does her gospel song and her concerts, everybody wanna go in. Ooh, ooh, child. Ooh, she got the oil. Ooh, she can ooh, I'll shout off for her single lady marmalade. <laughs> but she sings R and B. Right. Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul and Queen of All or whatever, came out of the church as well. Her sound, 
her churchy sound never left her, no matter if she was singing about Jesus or making love. It never changed, but we held her in high esteem. Is it because she came out of the church and she never lost her quote-unquote churchy soul sound? Kanye, on the other hand, doesn't have the sound of church as we know it and are used to. Is that what the issue is? Snoop Dogg, because he released his gospel album last year, is that what the issue is? Because Snoop doesn't feel or look like or sound like church as we know it, that we are skeptical? So we give them less respect than we give Aretha or Fantasia or... And and so that makes me feel like, so like Donnie McClurkin was like, we feel like we possess church. The church feels like we possess the gospel. And the gospel does not belong to us. The gospel belongs to the world. So I think that's why, that's why, um, when it's flipped in a Aretha Fantasia situation, then it's like, oh, they're no threat to us. They're doing their thing. Whereas when it's the other way around, it's like, oh, he's sitting in the pulpit, he's converting people, or he's attempting to convert people. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not your lane, homie. Like, what what are you doing? This is our lane. That's your lane over there. If you want to make, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, do, uh, secular music and, and hang out with Trump, then you're wild in the mud. And that's, that's where you belong, though. So it's like, like Marty was saying, um, when he, on his Facebook post, and he was like, when Kanye was out there wild and being crazy, everybody's like, oh, Kanye needs Jesus. <laughs> and now that he, now that he got Jesus, according to him, it's like, oh, it's a cult. Like, what do you want to do? It's a cult. It's blasphemy. That on many comments, blasphemy. Blasphemy. Or I've seen, um, oh God, what have I seen them say? They they start quoting scriptures. In right. the last so day, I feel like beware of like, false prophets. Really? And I feel like there's some sense of um, being threatened by it. Yeah. Like this is our territory, and you're competing on our territory, right. and that's not okay. And I don't know if you heard the part that Donnie McClurkin said. This was hilarious. He said, "Some say." Well, Kanye's choir sounds better than your church choir. He said, and it does. <laughs> and it does. Oh, but it I does. Like that church that. Part, but it absolutely does. Oh, it absolutely and does. Like, the tone is off the charts. Like, I want to sing with them. Yeah, they're killing all church choirs. And it's something that um actually Larry Reed Live was saying on his thing last night was like, um we're now in this generation where churches have killed the choirs. It's all about the group. It's all about the praise team. Kanye's bringing something back that a lot of people miss, which is choir music. And the amazing thing about what he did with this music was none of these songs were written from scratch. He took stuff that we know, Hezekiah Mm -hmm. Walker. He's taking Fred Hammond and music from our great gospel singers. He's remixing it. Right. And let's be clear. Let me be clear because there's people – have so much to say without information, let me just try to clarify something. If people would do their research, he is working with nothing but gospel musicians and producers. The man that you see in most of these videos is not always Kanye. Kanye is not directing the choir. 
It's right. another man who's directing the choir, who I believe I saw Donald Lawrence say, Donald Lawrence works with him as well. Mm-hmm. There's other gospel artists who work with these new gospel musicians. These just aren't a bunch of random club musicians, musicians coming together. These people, right. this, this is like, this is like very particular, very, um, well put together. It's intentional. It's well put together. So you have gospel musicians and producers and arrangers who are like, hey, these may be songs that Kanye didn't even know. And they're bringing these songs to him. And they're like, they putting some stank on it. Like, <laughs> So then, now, September 28th, yeah, Sunday services, the album is coming out. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I think it's going to be a dope album. I think so too. It, it, I'm sure it'll be killing, killing Snoop's album. Actually, this is an album of choir, of choir music, and there's <laughs> only so many choirs left. Like you know, there's like James Hall, Ricky Dillard. Um, I'm missing a couple. But choir music mm-hmm. these days is dead. It's all about the group sound and yeah. praise and worship. But Kanye, thank you. That acoustic for... guitar is, is... Yeah. yeah. And no, <laughs> no shading on anybody who plays any instrument and does gospel music in their own way. But it's refreshing to have some new choir music yeah. that is old choir music, but revamped for this generation. Mm-hmm. You know, um... And you know what else is wild, too? It's so crazy to me that people who are opposing this don't even see it from a perspective. Like, Kanye is reaching people who they will never, ever, not even be able to touch, but that they don't even be wanting to touch. Like, these people that you don't want to fool with. Exactly. Exactly. And this man is doing what he's doing, getting them... To even come in a church. You know what I'm saying? And, even exactly. come in a church. 150 and, of them young folks are saying 150. And that literally could just be his assignment. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just to get them in the church. Because at the end of the day, who does the work? Not us. Not man. It's not us. It's Holy not Congress. So if his exactly. assignment is just to do gospel music and get people in the church, and then God yeah. does the rest of the work, whether it's right. in the sanctuary or on the who cares? Like, right? Why? Why do church people have to be so stupid? <laughs> then I thought exactly. Then I've seen comments where people are like, "But I mean, who was he singing to?" Okay, because he definitely said in in like one of the later clips. Let's be Yesterday. clear, Sunday, yeah. Christ. So exactly. let's be clear. Let's let let's, let's be clear. clear. And then someone had the nerve under one of those videos where he was saying that. Let's be clear. Someone has never said, but who is he singing to? You big dummy, did you just listen? He just said, and, let's be clear. And so that's, that's an example of what people do also. So they, yeah. they're just like people who repost articles and they don't read the article. And if right. you like an article from 2005, or right. like one of them missing persons and the person been found three weeks now, exactly. it's because all they see is a headline and they react. They respond. Yeah. They don't read it. They don't listen to it. They don't watch it. They see the headline, and they got to get their two cents in 
to uh, say how they feel about it, even though they're completely uninformed about what's happening in the clip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the article or whatever it is. Yeah. Idiots. It's hard. I'm so upset, and anyone who listens to this podcast feels more than free to comment. You can be on the opposing side, and that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I think Even if it's wrong. From, huh? Even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's wrong, because I'm sorry, we feel pretty strongly that we're right. <laughs> when it comes to this, because um, the gospel was for everyone. And so then you have people commenting saying, well, as long as he's not up there preaching, or, you know, he doesn't have a right to, you know, oh, someone said he's entertaining not the flesh with music. Well, don't get me started on all of the gospel musicals in St. Louis that I've been to that stuff with the flesh on parade. Mm-hmm. A bunch of hooping, hollering, and hooking and bucking, and no, 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 no salvation, no re- renewed, refreshed souls. So because the 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 random one who gotta come up to the altar and shout, you sit five rows back on the far right, and every time you shout, you gotta make sure you come straight front and center. That is and not scoot- yes. the Exactly. You know, every time you're supposed to just do the offering, you got to get your five minutes of preaching fame. Oh, my you. God. So you've been disobedient. You're out of order. That's not flesh on parade. Exactly. So to me, Kanye's in a better position than those type of Christians because he's not fronting. He doesn't have the title elder, bishop, pastor, deacon, or anything. He doesn't have all those qualifying titles that we have in the church he's just Kanye West who woke up one day I guess we don't know what sparked this we don't know so it's not fair for us Mm -hmm. to say what his motives are because this is what I think I know no matter what his motive is because he's using the name of Jesus the truth at the end as Donnie Clark was saying it'll come out if this was supposed to happen, if this is spirit-led, if this is God-led, it'll work. If it's not, it'll fail. All you got to do is sit back and just watch and pray for him. Just pray for him in this movement and pray for the young people. There are people who are just like, Kanye West coming to a church? Oh, Yeezy? Let me go check him out. Right. And never been in a church before. So they probably showed up in Atlanta yesterday. And then to hear the clip, I'm sorry. Yeah, they sound amazing. And it made me feel good. However, I felt the Holy Spirit when I hear them singing Hallelujah, Salvation, and Glory. I felt like I, I can, yeah, I just wanted to go into a worship. I didn't sit there and question and shut off my my spiritual antennas because that's Kanye. I can't worship to that. No, I take that out of your mind and just listen. You know, just listen. It speaks for itself. It really does. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. speaks for itself. And so what about unforgiveness? Because I feel like this also falls into unforgiveness. Like, we are so unforgiving. You know, some people will always remember um, certain people in the church as, I oh, remember she used to screw such and such. Right. That happened 15 years ago. 
Remember, he used to, um, that was 20 years ago. And then. And we're talking specifically about people who are not still actively doing those things. Exactly. These are people Even who are trying to get their lives together. Get them anyway, whether they're still doing it or not. Right. Right. It's not our job to, to not forgive people. Exactly. But, um, we're supposed but, to forgive so that we can be forgiven, but we are the most unforgiving people. We are. We are. Yeah. We're unforgiving. So extremely. So, like, trying to be extremely careful with <laughs> the examples that I use. Right. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But just in my own personal background, mm-hmm. I've known pastors to literally just get thrown away. Yeah. And in my mind, as a child or as a young person, in my mind, it was like, oh, well, you can't be a leader in doing that. Like, how can you be trusted as a leader? Right. And you're held to a higher standard, which is true. However, if God calls the man to the position and they fall, like David always kept his decision. Every, out of everything that he did, and David did a lot. Was, he still he did a lot, but he was still yeah. considered a man after God's own heart. Like he right. was always, always considered that. So how is it that when God calls a man to do or anybody to do a job today, and they make mistakes, they make poor decisions because them are not mm-hmm. the same, um, mm-hmm. or they fall. We decide mm-hmm. you can no longer do this. And if you do it, you're going to have to do it somewhere else with somebody else who ain't us who you did it with. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we know your past, so we ain't going to have nothing to do with you. Because we right. know you ain't, you know what I'm saying, you ain't where you're supposed to be. Even though they may have repented and been reconciled and everything. But for whatever reason, we feel like we get to tell people, when they're okay and when they're not okay. When it's right. not our call. It's not our it call. It is not our call. Well, see, then the first thing, and what do you think about this? Because you know the first thing that a church will say. Well, the Bible says, judge, wait, try the spirit by the spirit. There's that one. And then there's the whole um, that we're supposed to judge the church. Like, we're supposed to, oh, Lord, I have to find a scripture. Like, we have a right to judge each other. Mm-hmm. Either way, for whatever reason, everybody forgets that 11th commandment, which is to love. Mm-hmm. And if we lead with love, mm-hmm. then everything else, you know what I'm saying? So even if even if we are supposed to judge one another in the church and hold each other accountable is what how I would interpret yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, you still do it in love. You still do it in yeah. love. You can't hold people accountable without love. You can't. Because then it's just criticism. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think that's where we, we are. And I think, truth be told, I really think God is tired of us. I just don't do. I think he is really, he is sick and tired of us. And that's how we end up with the Kanye's. Um, we have failed. We really have failed, and I feel like, like I said, we are responsible for a lot of people who have left the church. Um, a lot of people who have lost hope. 
I was listening to a podcast yesterday. I will not think of person's name. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, I can't remember the person who hosted the podcast. It's him who said it. Um, he said he became, he grew up in the Assemblies of God and um, for years and years. And he, he was an adult when he made his decision to part ways because a lot of stuff just didn't make sense to him. He said, if God is love and if God loves us, why does it feel so hard to serve him? and to please him. And he wasn't basing this off of scripture. He was basing this off of how in his church and the assemblies of God, all the rules and regulations that you had to abide by. And he was just like, but some of this stuff is not even biblical. So I'm trying to live my live life, trying to please God, and following all these extra additional rules. And he was like, he was just too hard. It's not that he decided to backslide or anything, but he was just like, something's not right with this, so I'm going to leave. Because God just can't be this, he's not, he's not this hard to, it really isn't that hard once you have a renewed mind to serve and to please him. It's really not. When you add on the extras of clothing, <laughs> where you can and can't go, what you can and can't do, mm-hmm. the unbiblical things that we have added to holiness, that's when it becomes extra hard. Because now you're looking at it like, now, if I do slip up, I'm so terrified and scared, I'm not going to come to church next, tomorrow or, or this Sunday, because I'm scared that they're going to see it on me. We have, we have been taught to, we've been Taught fear, not love. Yes, and you know what? YPJ was just talking about that in one of his. I want to say it was his really? Sunday service, mm-hmm. and he was saying uh, it was it was like a little snippet, uh, oh, yeah. a clip of snippets. <laughs> right. He was saying um, how we were we were taught mm-hmm. to be fearful. We yeah. obeyed because of fear, but that goes into yeah. when I was uh, telling you before. Those um, levels of what is why can't I remember obedience the levels of obedience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, I teach the youth that I teach mm-hmm. my youth is like we obey because we fear we fear punishment mm-hmm. we obey because we respect the person mm-hmm. we obey because of reward because we want mm-hmm. reward we obey because of tradition. We don't know why we're mm-hmm. doing it, but everybody else been doing it, so I'm going to mm-hmm. keep on doing it, too. Mm-hmm. And then we obey because of relationship, because of love. I love you so much that you're telling me not to fornicate, and I love you, and I know that if I do this, this is going to hurt you, then I'm not going to do it. The crazy mm-hmm. thing, though, is that everything that God requires for us, and why PJ said this, too, everything that God requires for us, he only requires it because he knows that it will hurt us. Exactly. Which goes back to love. It goes every, like everything always goes back to love, and yeah. for everything to 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 lead towards love, God is love. For everything to lead towards love, for us to not be loving people, yeah. for us to not show love, is wild and completely out of order. And it's like it's almost, but it's almost like it. And I, and we're not saying that every Christian is like this. 
or every church, but it's a lot of us. Too many. It's, it's too One many. would be it's, too many, but imagine. Right. But <laughs> like it's, it's a really... nation full of people mm. who are um, always ready to, in an unloving way, tell Iron you about fit. yourself. Rule with an iron fist. Yeah. No love. And how dare we call ourselves these super saints or whatever we call ourselves. And we don't have love. That's the number one thing. Like, I don't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I think what even is what's scarier is that so many people don't even see it. So many people don't even see it. They think they're right. And I think, I think it's almost like, um, it's almost like a parent and a child. Mm-hmm. If my child does something wrong, then I spank them or I punish them. But I don't punish them because I hate them. I punish them because I want them to do the right thing because I love them, right? Mm-hmm. But if I only punish them, mm-hmm. if I only spank them, mm-hmm. then that becomes abuse. Right. Because there is no love. There is no love shown to, you know what I'm saying? Even if right. in my mind it's not abuse, in Jacob's mind, my mommy abuses me. I only mm-hmm. get punished. I only get beat. I only get hit. I only get yelled at. That's the only right. thing I see. And that is how people tend to present God. They only yep. present God from the Old Testament of him yes. always punishing and judging and flooding and killing everybody off. They only present God from a punishment standpoint. And so they teach right. people that aspect of God, but they completely forget about love and grace mm-hmm. and mercy mm-hmm. and the work mm-hmm. of the cross. Mm-hmm. Because in order to present the gospel, you have to present it as a whole. And so they'll, yes. they'll pick a scripture here and they'll pick a scripture there, yes. but it all works together. So one, of course, if I'm only punishing you, then of course, then it, it looks like abuse. But if yes. I, if I appropriately punish you when you're acting out, to prevent you from acting out so that you don't harm yourself, but then mm-hmm. always reinforce it with tangible love, well, then that's, you know what I'm saying, that makes sense. But if the church is only punishing people, only condemning people to hell, only, right. you know what I'm saying, judging people, and mm-hmm. we never reinforce it with tangible ways that show right. people that we actually love them and we have the love of Christ, mm-hmm. then ain't nobody trying to hear that. But isn't that what, isn't that what, it just hit me, but isn't that what God does with us every day? Think about it. So for us Christians who have, you know, beat each other up over, if you do this, you're going to burn. God's not pleased and satisfied. You're going to reap what you sow. You Mm. know, how, 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 you know, God's going to punish you and all that. But if you take it inward, if we take an inward look at ourselves and our lives, how many times have can we account for God punishing us in a harsh way? I can't. Truth be told, I can't either. He continues to love me. Ooh, yeah. yeah. He just continues to love. I have yet to see the wrath that I've been taught to fear. Right. I haven't seen it. All I keep witnessing is His love and His grace. And it's mercy and every day. So where in the and world? It, it sounds so cliche to be like his mercies are new every morning. But when you put it in perspective, they are. 
They are. Yesterday, I mean, just, I don't know, maybe I did lie yesterday. I probably did, normally. I don't know. <laughs> Were you lying? <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, I might have lied. This morning, I might have lied. What does the Bible say about liars? Liars should have their place in the lake of fire. And yet, right. here I am, sitting on my bed, talking on the phone to you mm-hmm. about God's love and mercy. That in itself right. is an example of God's grace and mercy. Exactly. The fact that we have made it to the ages that we made, and in, 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 when you include the mistakes and the slip-ups and the mess-ups. And the intentional uh, poor decisions. I try to make the it intentional. Because sometimes. Intentional. But a lot of times, we call them decisions mistakes. To make the poor decision. Yeah. Is intentional. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I intentionally thought I'm about to go over this chair house and it's about to go down. I that wasn't a mistake. I didn't accidentally end up. No, that that was premeditated. Exactly. It was a it was a decision made. It was a poor decision, but it was a decision made. And I'll be sorry. I mean, people was like uh, my mistakes and my mix ups and my mess ups and my slip ups. No, like you call a thing a thing. You made call a poor a thing decision. A thing. You did. It was and a then... decision. And God didn't kill you dead. That's my thing. Which, which is the, which is what we're taught is that lightning, thunder, man, you're so hell. You know, like kill you dead in your tracks. Right. And I know some people who just wilding. And still wilding. Still wilding. And I haven't seen. You know, sometimes the way I was raised, it was like, ooh, if they keep on, ooh, ooh, if they keep on. Ooh, God's gonna kill. Ooh, you gonna kill them. Ooh, they just the grace of God. They still alive. Ooh, but if they keep on, but they're sixty now. <laughs> still, so still being a womanizer. Are you exactly. Over exactly. So now I'm sitting back today, just now with this conversation. Like it's not up to us. we have been not up to us taught. In fear. Not only have we been taught in fear, we've been taught to sit back and watch others to fail for their sins. Just sit back and watch. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. God gonna get them. And God we don't like literally ugly. sit back and just wait for the lightning bolts to strike them down. And then as soon as something bad happens, they get in a car accident. See? See? Mm-hmm. Hey man, yep. who's the first person to ever say God don't like ugly? I'm sorry. Who's the first? I need to know. I really don't know. I just know that scripture. Just <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, like, what? And he likes it. And he, and he really likes it. Grandma was sitting on a porch snapping green beans. Right. You know what I'm saying? Greens. Yeah. And just decided in their mind, God don't right. like ugly. <laughs> We got to do better. We have got to let stuff go because guess what? I think I need God to let it go. go. Right. In real life. God actually, <laughs> literally, in real life, as soon as you said, as soon as we said, oh my God, Lord, please forgive me. I can't do this no more. He moved on. The rest of y'all ninjas stayed. Instigating, picking, being nosy, trying yeah. to get the key and information, and reliving, not letting people let the past go, and you keep making people relive, you know, those things yeah. and relive the past. 
And yep. God has already he moved on. So yep. what makes us so unforgiving? Because remember, people, you got to forgive to be forgiven. Yeah. So for me, every day it's like take an inward look at yourself. We all need to look at ourselves before we put our mouth on anybody else. We got to look at ourselves. We are not perfect. We have our own issues. And don't you dare be like, well, my issue's not as bad as hers. And it doesn't even matter. And it that, doesn't matter. I mean, Quit but comparing. there's no such thing. There's exactly. no such thing as my issues aren't as bad as hers. Exactly. Because we look at, we look at sin from um, a horizontal view. And so uh-huh. it looks like if you were looking at a cityscape, you see the tall buildings, you see the, mm-hmm. see the short buildings. But God is looking from the top view. Mm-hmm from um an aerial view he's looking down yeah. on it when you're looking down it's just all flat it's just all yeah. the same so yeah. we assume because our view looks one way then it must be the way god deals with us mm-hmm. but god don't deal with us in the way that we view things he deals with us and he doesn't deal with us the way we deal with each other thank the lord they all because jesus we would all be dead Super dead. I have felt daggers <laughs> in my back before. I have dead seen people look at me. Exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, everybody gets, everybody gets, they're going to burn in hell with gasoline draws on. Really? There's okay. none righteous. No. No, like, not. You know, I, have, I hate to keep bringing <laughs> But I hate to keep mentioning Kanye, but it's one of those things where I just lost my point so now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was going somewhere with that. We were talking um, about how um God don't deal with us the way we deal with one another. Yeah, just like how how Christians are dealing with how Christians are dealing with Kanye, it's like it makes me feel like actually I don't feel anything. I know it. I know I'm right with this one. Before people make those comments, I know they're not praying. And asking God, hey, oh, of course not. Exactly. You sitting on somebody's internet, on Al Gore's internet, typing up how upset you are. Say you yeah. sat there and prayed, Lord, what exactly. should I comment to this post? Or Word should my I mouth. comment? <laughs> you know? <laughs> idiot. Or, like, where is Let my the... speech be seasoned with grace, Lord, as I troll this <laughs> man's Instagram post. But it's like you can tell that no one is praying and just how they attack. Like, and there's so so many people are so closed minded still. I'm glad to be a free thinker. Thank you, Lord. I'm a proud free thinker. I got my own mind. Fresh out the can. No one controls me anymore. You started thinking three things. I'm just playing. I'm sorry. Anyway, first of all, sorry, listeners. Um, yeah, I told okay. y'all we're getting the first-hand listening to our everyday conversation. I am so glad to be able to have my own mind because. I think when I read these comments, I read them from a standpoint of I used to be that person who off the cuff, well, he needs to be careful because 
if he ain't, you know, I used to be that person. And now it hurts me when I read people make those comments because it used to be me. Um, we're taught to be that way, though. And we are taught to react before thinking. And in defense of the gospel, we are taught to be so, it's almost like that's where the meanness comes. We call ourselves defending God. God don't need us to defend him. We call ourselves defending the church. We call ourselves defending. We don't need, we don't, you have to stop. You have to listen. You have to pray. You don't have to immediately jump on and start commenting with your thoughts without processing the what is going on, what is happening. And it's just it's just sad. I'm tired of seeing it. It really is hurtful. And we're mm-hmm. being so counterproductive. Because it's true. We should be working together. Right. What was it? Donnie McClurkin said, like, some seasoned people need to get around Kanye to help him through, you know, like, he's, if you want to call him a baby, say fine. The truth is, again, I mean, while I did agree with what Donnie McClurkin was saying, again, we don't know what is happening really behind the scenes. Who we knows? Know what's happening who, in who, his you know mind what I'm or in his soul. In his life, in his heart. We exactly. don't know none of that. So why? Do we feel like we have to be the authority to tell people exactly. what they need to do? Exactly. We don't know. Yeah. Unless you're the right there with them. The only person who needs to do that is God, and that's it, not us. It is not for us to. And we make all of these assumptions with no information. No information. Or very, the very first little. To do that. Very little. So we little. are the first to do that as well. All you've got to do is, I heard such and such. Yeah. That one is a lot. Without research, without information. Without, hey, well, where do you hear that from? People don't even look in the Bible to confirm the scriptures that they've been told Uh, on a Sunday morning are accurate. (laughs) Exactly. Or to read the rest of the text to figure out what the context is. The context, yeah. Man. No, they don't do that. No. Mm Mm-mm. Lazy. How about we have an assignment for everyone who listens to this podcast? This week, or whenever you do pick this podcast up to listen, your assignment, our assignment, is to try to just love. Like, everyone has that person, Lord child, I know that they may work with, that gets on your last nerve, or people that you go to church with or a relative, someone you live with, let's just try to extend love and forgiveness. Let's try to, when someone wants to bring up some old mess to you about someone else, let's try to take the high road and be like, well, you know, that happened so long ago. Let's just let let them live in the past. They've moved on with their life. Let's try to be a bigger person and actually, you know, let's try to be Christ-like. That's all I'm saying. Let's Try to be Christ-like for our assignment in all of our ways, like in how we treat people, how we talk to people, how we react and respond to people. Yeah, how we handle each other. 
let's actually try to be Christ-like, loving, and forgiving. That's all I got. Sounds like a plan to me. I think this is a great spot to conclude this episode. Mm -hmm. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in and listening to episode two of I Am Tired of This Church. Um, listening to a jammer on the phone, rambling or whatever. We hope you got something out of it, though. So you can follow us on social media. On our Instagram, you can follow us at Two Church Girls, spelled out T W O Church Girls G U R L S. Um, catch us on Facebook, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts at I'm Tired of This Church. So if you go on Facebook. Just type in, I'm tired of this church. Um, same thing for the YouTube anchor and all the stuff I just said at I'm tired of this church. Um, please, please, please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. We want to hear from you guys on what you think, you know, about what you're hearing from us. Also, share, share, share. Um, you'll see us going live from, actually, we're going to try to go live every episode this time was a little different because this was a phone call we had to get some stuff off our chest anyway share the page with your friends with family with everyone that you know and we will talk to you guys next time holla